And so I've got a little bit of holiness, a little bit of Baptist, a little bit of non-denominational. I mean, there's a mixture in here. They said, look here now. This is the LHV version, Lexi Howe version. They said, look here now, okay? You could throw us in there if you want to. Hey guys, welcome back to the Truth Be Told podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, my name is Alexis Monet Howell, and I am so pumped to have a conversation with you guys today. This is a special one because up here on this episode, we are going to talk about why I decided to follow Jesus and kind of do a little bit of a time lapse of when I accepted Jesus and now 10 years later, y'all, what I am learning about the Lord currently and my relationship with the Lord currently. It's going to be so, so good. And I'm excited to share with you guys my own little mini testimony, basically. And I just hope it encourages you in your own spiritual journey to continue to walk with the Lord or to actually take that first step and accepting the Lord and choosing to walk with him. I will say, and I put this actually as my um, high school yearbook quote, that life has not truly begun until Jesus is the reason you live it. And I truly believe that. Like I, there's a lot of people who are breathing and are not yet living. And so this is why I decided to pursue Jesus and accept Jesus is because at a young age, I had been pursued by the Lord in a way that I knew I was missing something. There was something that I was lacking and it was the Lord. And so I'm so excited to share a little bit of a time lapse with you guys. And hopefully it gives you the encouragement to continue on on your journey. For me, I always grew up in church. I was in church every Sunday, every Wednesday at my old church. I was there even on the weeknights for revival night. Y'all know how it is with the revival nights. It's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I just felt like I was in church all the time, which is fine and which I'm thankful for even now. But back then, that little Lexi, she was not happy, okay? She wanted to go to bed or she wanted to play games, eat ice cream, something. Um, But I'm thankful for it now, years later, that I was able to grow up in church and to experience the different ways that people worship and pursue the Lord and sing to Him. Um, And I have a bit of a mixture as far as my church experience goes. When I was very little, I was in a holiness church and how they worship and pursue the Lord and how they preached and talked about Jesus was a lot different than in middle school when we transitioned to a new church, how I learned about Jesus and the teaching and the worship and the songs that they sung. Um, And so I've got a little bit of holiness, a little bit of Baptist, a little bit of non-denominational. I mean, there's a mixture in here and I'm so grateful for all the different mixture because I have seen the Lord in different ways and I've experienced different um, things of how people pursue God. It's just, it's just been amazing. It really has been amazing. So I'm so excited to just share that with you guys and so excited to use all that I've learned um, in the future as well. So again, growing up in a holiness church, transitioning to a Baptist church, which soon turned into a non-denominational. Um, it's just been crazy, y'all. But in middle school is really when it all changed. And in middle school, when I went to the church that was non-denominational, 
I had a lot of friends that I went to school with at the time who also attended the church. And I started to get involved into youth group because I wasn't afraid anymore. Like I knew the people who were there. It was just my friends from class. Like it was just a good time. It was there in youth group that I learned about the Lord in a different light, in a new way. And it's something I'm forever grateful for and will forever be something that I look back on and just smile at because I learned about the Lord in a practical, um, tangible way. So in middle school, we would do mission trips. And on these mission trips, we would like serve in the soup kitchens and in homeless shelters. And we would dance with people who were on the streets that, you know, just like having a good time. We would share the gospel with people on the streets. Y'all talk about discipleship. Your girl was scared, okay, to be able to go to somebody and tell them about the Lord. And I learned different ways on how to do that. Even as a middle school girl, I'd still take the things that I learned then and I apply it to now because it was just monumental and foundational to my Christian faith. I'm so thankful for my experience in youth group. Um, And as I'm learning about the Lord in middle school and learning about my lack, the Holy Spirit is pursuing my heart in a way that I'm so, so grateful for. And at the age of 12, I decided to accept Jesus. Now, I know 12 years old, middle school, seventh grade seems a little young, right? Seems like you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're saying, but I did. Now, I didn't know all that would come with accepting Jesus as far as like the discipline, um, the joy, the freedom, and also the difficulty that comes with walking with the Lord at the time. No, I didn't, but the Lord opened my heart enough, made me aware enough that I knew I was missing something, that I was lacking something. And that was the father. I needed the Lord. So I went from just breathing to actually living at the age of 12 with my family and I held hands in a circle and I accepted Jesus. From that moment on, I have been pursuing the Lord, not perfectly, but intentionally. There have been some freedom, uh, some freeing moments that I've had in my life. I've talked about my addictions that I had, talked to relationships that I've walked through, um, my worth being put in the wrong place, just so many different things that I've experienced from that moment of salvation up to now that has shaped me into who I am today. And it is something that 12 year old Lexi would have never thought possible, but 22 Lexi is so grateful for. And I am just so thankful that the Lord works on children's hearts and wants us as his kids. So I am the daughter of the most high God and I'm so thankful to be that. And I'm so thankful that the Lord pursued me at such a young age. It has continued to pursue me even now, 10 years later, and we are doing a lot of great things. And we're, we're writing books and we're doing podcasting and we're doing speaking engagements and serving. Those things are great. But nothing else matters more than the fact that I am the Lord's daughter. It is a beautiful title to have one that will never be taken away from me, okay? And I'm so thankful to have that attached to me. So now that I've been living for the Lord for 10 years, 
there's so much that I've learned. Um, and I just have a few things here because I could go on and on about the Lord, his goodness, my sinfulness and his graciousness. I mean, we could go all day, but we're not going to do that. So a few things that now I'm so glad that I follow Jesus now because there is another person in the fire with me. Life is fiery, okay? There's a lot of ups and downs, hills and valleys, struggles, sins, temptations, you name it, you're probably experiencing it and it's difficult. But what I love about the Lord and a relationship with him is that he's not a high and holy, mighty God just in heaven, but he's here with me in my lowly moments and he's present and he's available anytime that I need him. Like that's who the Lord is. That's my God. That's my dad. That's who I live for and who I love. Um, And so anytime that I'm struggling with anything big or small, there is the Lord right there with me. The reason that I said there's another in the fire with me is because it's a biblical reference to three Hebrew men talked about in Daniel. You may have heard of them, which is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, They were three men who were faithful servants of the Lord, and they were under a ruling of a king who did not live for the Lord. Uh, They decided that they were not going to obey the king's command, which was to bow to the statue that he had made. Um, And because they were devoted to the most high God, they said, we're not going to bow down to you. Word gets to the king. The king is like, "Um, excuse me, I heard that you guys are not going to bow down to the statue that I've built. And the men are like, that's correct. Now, mind you, scholars say that these men, the three Hebrew boys, were young men, probably around my age, actually, in their 20s. And their faith in the Lord was so secure, deep, and deeply rooted that they were faced with a fiery uh, ultimatum. I'll say that. They were tempted um, and faced with this ultimatum that they either bow down to the statue that the king made or they'd be thrown into the fiery furnace. Well, they said, look here now. This is the LHV version, Lexi Howe version. They said, look here now, okay? You could throw us in there if you want to, but I promise you we're not going to bow to the idol that you've made because we live for the most high God. They were eventually thrown into the fiery furnace, which was turned up seven times hotter because the king was furious. He didn't want anybody to step to him like that, like these three Hebrew men did. And the fact that they were most likely younger than him, he didn't want no delinquent coming at him with that disrespect. And so he turned up the furnace seven times hotter, throws them in there. The men, the soldiers that threw these guys into the fire died because the fire was just that hot. But what we see later on in the scripture in Daniel is that the king jumps up and he's like, wait a minute. We threw, he's like talking to the people around him. He said, now we threw in three men into the fire, right? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three men. I saw them. They were bound. That's one thing that the Bible talks about. They had bound these men up, threw them in and left them for dead. Yet the king jumps up and he's like, wait a minute. I know we threw in three, right? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three. But he said, I see four men walking around unbound, right? 
what what a sight to see. Now, there was three men that was in there and he said, and one of them looks like a God in the fire. These three men who lived boldly for the Lord had the Lord himself in the fire with them. The king calls them out and he says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, sons of the most high, come out. They come out. They don't smell like smoke. They're unbound. They don't look like they've been, they don't look like what they've been through, which is a fire. And they don't even smell. They don't even look like anything has bothered them. It was in that moment that the king declared anybody that talks about the king, the God of these three men, y'all going to get in this fire too. What I love about this story is that we take that same practice or we take that same principle and we apply it to our lives. There is another one in the fire with us and the highs and the lows, the Lord is there and we can walk unbound. We can walk without the smell of smoke. We can look like um, something glorious has come over us because the Lord is with us. This is why I'm so thankful I have the Lord because I can walk around in the trials of life unbound with the Lord by my side, not even smelling like or looking like what I've been through with my hands up in worship and my God honored other people being encouraged and wanting to pursue him too. This is why I'm a Jesus follower. This is why I live for the Lord. And this is why I will continue to live for the Lord for the rest of my days. Um, That was like really good, won't it? <laughs> but another reason that I'm so glad that I live for the Lord is because he reminds me of my worth and my identity. This is something I've battled constantly since I was a little kid. And even here and now as a believer, about where my value and worth and beauty actually comes from. I know it's from the Lord. It's easier said than done to believe and to walk out. And so that's something that I'm learning. And it's something that I'm trying to walk out and do better at. So I'm so thankful that he reminds me of my worth and identity in him. I'm so thankful that I'm not lost like those around me. There are men and women around my age living in lifestyles that are contrary to what the Lord wants for us. And the fact that I've been saved from that is a blessing. There's no judgment to how they live. There is nothing but the longing that they would taste and see just how good the Lord is like I have, like I've been blessed to experience. The next thing is that the King of Kings calls me his own. As I've said before, I am the Lord's daughter, a label that cannot be taken. I will not be shaken from that. Like that is who I am, point blank, period. And I'm so thankful for that. Heaven is my home. And I get to experience even heaven on earth because the Lord walks with me. It's just amazing too, though, that not only does the Lord walk with me in the highs and the lows of life, but he loves me with a love that is reckless, endless, overwhelming, abundant. They call it in scripture, agape love. It's a sacrificial kind of love. That is the Lord's love for me and for you as his kids. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's something that I don't want to, I don't want to miss. I don't want to remove from my life. So the reason that I've chosen to walk with Jesus is because at a very young age, I knew that I was missing something. 
And now here I am 10 years later, so thankful that the Lord made it known to me that I was missing him, pursued me enough to where I was able to accept him and has loved me in both the ups and downs through the addictions and the misplaced identities and the disobedience and the struggles, sins and temptations that I've walked through. His love has never wavered, hasn't changed a bit. He's still in the fire with me. He has blessings for me and it is the same for you. So if you're walking with Jesus right now, keep on trucking. I hope that you continue to live for the Lord. And if you're listening to me right now or watching me on YouTube and you haven't taken that step to live for Jesus, I encourage you to do so. There is no greater joy. There is no better decision that you can make than to make Jesus your Lord. I love you guys so, so much. I hope this has been an encouragement for you. And I hope that you have a little bit of a better understanding as to why I have decided to follow Jesus and why you should too and continue to do so in your own faith. I love y'all and I'll see y'all in the next video. Bye. Well, guys, I hope that you have enjoyed today's podcast episode and learning a little bit more of why I decided to follow Jesus and where we are now um, in our relationship 10 years later after accepting him. If you also want to make that step in accepting the Lord or rededicating your life to him, I wanted to give you the opportunity here. Um, There is a prayer that you can pray. There is nothing miraculous or uh, special about the prayer that we're going to pray in a few seconds. Um, but it is a declaration that you're going to make to say, I'm a sinner, acknowledging that, acknowledging that Jesus is the savior you need. It's also receiving his salvation, understanding that he died and he was raised to life three days later for you and welcoming every good, pleasing, and perfect gift that comes from the Lord for your life. In accepting Jesus, you are choosing to say, I want to live for him and him alone. I don't just want to breathe. I want to live. And that is what this prayer is all about. The journey with Jesus is not an easy one, but it is a beautiful one, one that you don't want to miss. So if you want to take that step, repeat this prayer after me. And if you've accepted Jesus, be sure to let me know below. (sighs) Father, I am a sinner. And based off of what Lexi has shared and what I have learned, you are the savior. I need Jesus. I am choosing you, Lord, because I know that you died for me and you were raised to life for me. I accept you, Jesus. I want to live for you and you alone. Save me, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Congrats, friend, for accepting the Lord. Now we are siblings in Jesus, and it is a beautiful thing to do that and to be that. There is a new label, there is a new name, and yours is written in glory. I'm so proud of you. Cannot wait to celebrate with you. Be sure to let me know in the comments below if you've taken that step or rededicated your life. I love you guys so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.